old are you for the record? Uh, 42. 42, mm -hmm. great. Who are you and how would you describe yourself? Mm. Who am I? Um, I would say right now my primary role is a mom and a wife and a friend and a community member and a, I'm also an occupational therapist, that's my career. Um, doesn't necessarily define me, but it's part of who I am and how I interact with people. Um, yeah, causes me to pause and look at the whole person and their experience and their history, I think, when I meet them. So I don't think that'll ever go away. Yeah. Uh, what matters to you or what, what motivates you? What motivates me? Um, it might sound a little bit trite, but trying to be as good of a person or better of a person than my kids think I am. So trying to be a really good model right now for um, kindness to people. That's been my real big focus, I would say. Um, I've been very intentional about that. What do we mean to each other, um, individual to individual, as we go about our daily routine? I think people can look at it both ways. You can choose to not mean anything to those around you and not um, pause to notice, I guess. Um, or you can look at it as an opportunity for connection. I think that's where a divide can come. So, especially in a place that is experience a big influx of lots of people at once, you can you you definitely have a choice. So, that's um, that's a big question. Yeah, where do you stand on that? Uh, I am definitely on the connection piece right now, whether it's taking my kids to the bottle drop shop so they can see um, all sides of Bend, and, um, or if it's how I interact with people who are serving us in the community, whether it's um, at the grocery store or filling my tank up with gas or um, just pointing out when people are um, being kind. And, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking more for connection, and at my work especially, I treat people all day long who are from very diverse backgrounds, whether it's someone who uh, is involved with rodeo, or just uh, someone who's a gardener, or just the whole diverse group of what brings us to Bend. Um, so I'm in a, a lucky place, I think, because I do step out of uh, my normal circle of who I would interact with just walking my kids to school, being with the same parents in the same neighborhood and similar ideas versus work where I'm treating people from all over Central Oregon, if not Eastern Oregon. So um, it helps with connection and understanding um, someone who might have different political views, but they're still, we're still experiencing the same desires to love and love other people. and. Um, so that, to me, really fills me when I'm at work. So I feel really lucky here. So, What do you think the, the source of your desire for that connection is? Yeah. And what does community mean to you? Yeah. Um, I think the source of 
my desire for that is that it just feels good. Like I went through this period a little bit of sadness a couple years ago because I was noticing that I would, I tend to walk everywhere. I don't like to drive very much. And I was noticing that I wasn't crossing paths with people that I recognized. Like I could go a couple of days and not see a face that I knew. Whereas before it was like, I couldn't go to the grocery store without running into people everywhere. And um, so I think, I just think some reflection on what that felt like, feeling a little bit, I wouldn't say lonely, but just noticing a difference and not feeling a community tie by not seeing the familiar faces. So maybe that's what, what has driven me to do that. And um, hearing a lot of negative thoughts about growth has made me want to be a little bit more proactive in my attempts for interactions and active listening and... Um, yeah, trying to put out what I want to get back, I guess. So. Um, this might be a bit of a stretch, but whoa. if the connection feels good to you, mm -hmm. and that's your motivation for it, mm -hmm. how, how do we encourage community and connection if there's people that aren't aware of that, or if it doesn't, if they don't necessarily notice that that feels good for them. Mm -hmm. I guess my argument is that community is super important and that yeah. connection piece is vital, but yeah. you know, what is it, how do you get people on board with that if they don't necessarily feel that way? If they don't believe in it. Um, I think regardless of what people say, we all need community. Um, about, 12 years ago, my husband and I did the Camino de Santiago, where you walk across Spain, and um, it's 500 miles, and there were definitely days where I was like, I want to be by myself, I don't want any run around me, I just need quiet, and it was impossible, but by the end of the experience, I had this epiphany of like, you may feel like you need to be by yourself, but you can't exist by yourself. We have to have that community. It's, um, and to have other people realize that, I don't know how you could do that. Um, I've been enjoying the Ben Joy project and seeing the signs for, you know, practice kindness and all these good, or what I would define as good values to, um, keep us in that place. But, um, I don't know if it has to be a life event or a health scare or what, but um, I think under all, we all need community. So, um, does that answer? Sure. Yeah. On the other side of the what motivates you, uh, what matters to you question, what concerns you? What concerns you is when you stop caring and noticing people. When I walk around and I see people looking down at their phones and not doing eye contact anymore. When I um, go overseas or go to a youth hostel and people aren't um, sitting across from each other and talking or being on a bus or a train and looking up and interacting and it's uh, more of a internal focus or a device focus. That's, that's what kind of scares me at this point, I would say think that uh, separates us, even though people may say they're more connected with their um, 
social media stuff, but we're we're kind of losing how to make a phone call or write a letter or talk or get to a deeper place than just a quick text that says I'm fine or whatever. So I think that's probably what scares me the most about it. So. Um, I'm finding it increasingly difficult to find a short way to, to ask this question mm -hmm. about social injustice, but um, mm -hmm. there's a tremendous amount of social injustice um, mm -hmm. or social inequality, mm -hmm. and I see a lot of groups um, working towards this particular one or that particular one or, or and they get their following and their funding and they try to affect their change. Mm -hmm. um, underneath all of them, mm -hmm. these inequalities or injustices, um, I see the same thing mm -hmm. and it's a need, desire, disparity, inequality. It's like we, we want... <laughs> uh, ask this question a lot, and I think that anybody that listens to the podcast pretty regularly gets mm -hmm. tired of hearing me, you know, kind of fumble my way through the question. But mm -hmm. if equality is the goal, mm -hmm. and we have all these groups working for this particular one or that particular one, mm -hmm. why can't we just focus on equality and get things kind of like <laughs> done that way together? Mm -hmm. So, I guess, what's your role um, in the fight against social injustice, mm -hmm. or how do you feel about injustice or inequality? Um, what does it mean to you as a white woman, professional mom and Ben? You know, I, there's yeah. a lot of questions here. Do you have anything that pops up in your brain regarding any of them? Well, it's interesting because <laughs> my kids go to a great school that has a lot of um, funding and you like trip over parent volunteers in the hallway so you can't really have two full-time working parents there. So that like right there is a pretty big inequality and uh, we were just talking about a couple of weeks ago like so our school raises a ton of money and is able to um, be really supported and there are other schools in the area that don't have that same support and why couldn't we just share some of that and spread that out and uh, the response that we heard was, um, well, the money that we raise for our parents should be for the school, which I can see that, but then I, uh, I mean, it's an elementary school, so I feel like we're starting at a really young place of inequality, and even though Bend um, does have, a, there is a lot of say this correctly, that there is definitely a section of town that has a lot more resources. And uh, so uh, I just feel like you're set up to already have inequality from kindergarten versus when my daughter went to another school to do like a reading buddy program. Um, they brought books over there and the kids didn't have as so many books and the teacher said they don't even send home the um, scholastic guides where families can order books because they know the kids wouldn't be able to afford them. And so we're st that's starting at a young place. What I'm doing, I, I, don't, I, 
I don't know how I'm fixing the problem except for maybe just talking about it, I guess, and um, taking my kids to all different places in the community. And when we see people who might be homeless, we try and um, have food in our car to share or hand warmers or whatnot, just to kind of put us on a le equal ground that we're still human and um, we can have eye contact. And the other day I was walking my kids home from school and there was someone walking towards us and he asked me how to walk to La Pine and we were on Portland and I said, you're walking to La Pine? And he said, yeah, and I, how do I get there? And he was walking the wrong way and it was 80 degrees outside and his backpack was like two feet taller than his head. His glasses were broken and askew. And I, uh, I didn't know how to handle that and support that. Um, so we paused and pulled over and um, asked him how we could help him turn him around and get him to downtown and if I could get him something to eat or um, yeah, so anyway, just little experiences like that, where I'm still, um, I guess, just modeling how to help people around us, mm -hmm. and that there are people who aren't in our same situation, so, mm -hmm. yeah, cool. a little bit long-winded. Oh, <laughs> circuitous. Uh, my, it's, my question was long-winded, too. Yeah. It's a long-winded conversation. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the only way to get through it. So. Yeah. Um, Do you have a sense of purpose? Mm. I don't know. We all have to have purpose to get up out of bed in the morning and move forward. Um, I don't know how to define that. And, yeah. Yeah. I'd have to really think about that. <laughs> it's also good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want more of in your life? Mm, I always want more nature, more outdoors. In the summertime, we try and spend as many nights as possible in a tent. Like two years ago, we realized we'd only slept in our house one weekend of the whole summer, and we were in a tent every other, <laughs> whether it was here or somewhere else. So, uh, yeah, that really fills me. So I want more nature. I feel like I'm more grounded, and then I can be more peaceful and... Um, how I interact with my family and those around me, you know what I'm saying? Cool. Mm -hmm. Those are my questions. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to put out there? Mm. Not that I can think of, just um, that it's really important to uh, put out what you want to get back from our community and we can all work together for that so yeah thank you mm -hmm.